Chats from the Blog Cabin. Your favorite podcast is here. Welcome back to another episode of Chats in the Blog Cabin. You know, the show where I virtually invite people into the blog cabin and we chat about life. And today we're going to be chatting about something that I think everybody in the whole world deals with, and that is shame and guilt. And I am joined by Lois. And I'm telling you right now, just reading her bio that she sent me, I'm like, wow. But the the sentence that got me was she was given a death sentence at 55 and thrives at 77 you show us how so tell us a little bit about yourself and then let's dive into what you do okay um that is true in fact uh i i feel very blessed but the reason i'm here talking with you and rollerblading with my grandson at 77 okay is because i found out that shame guilt dangers and how did they kick it out of your life which they never told you about so that's really my mo i seem looking back on my life it seems like i've always done things ahead of the time like i started the first kidney hemodialysis unit in the country in philadelphia and i did a lot of firsts with open heart surgery this is all in the 60s -hmm. and so it was very logical for me when i realized how shane gill impacts us to start it as a science all to its own because nobody else was doing it so that's how I came to do what I do. Wow. So let's talk about shame and guilt because I think everybody in the United States and in the world deals with shame that even especially, yeah, especially now with all the shoulds and don'ts and can you just give me the choice to do what I want to do and I don't want to do it out of guilt. But anyway, so the news that I have to give people that can help them clear the road so they don't have to be in shame guilt because it is possible to get out of it out of a hundred percent i don't know maybe 90 percent. i've been working on it for years but each year it gets less and less because of how i have been able to do that now shame guilt is together they're not separate now that's very very important because people say oh shame's bad guilt is good we need guilt to be moral that's not true never do anything because you feel guilty if you don't Mm. we have to extend to the place that "Hmm, i'm doing this because it's the right thing to do because it's god's way that i do things it's just because i do it i'm helping my neighbor move because She's my neighbor. I like her. Not feeling guilty. But we are trained that way. Since Adam and Eve, we're trained to do things out of guilt. And so the government and our parents and the priest and the pope and our teachers use shame and guilt to control us. And they don't even know they're doing it. Some do, some don't. So... We have to understand that use of shame guilt. Shame guilt is an energy. Mm. Now, we all know what love energy is. Love energy gives us many positive feelings. Happiness, joy, self-esteem, 
confidence. We're clear in our mind. We're able to um, ascend different projects without the guilt. We love people. We love ourselves. Okay, we're not perfect, but we feel good. We feel good, like I'm good. Now, on the other side, we have shame, guilt, energy. And that energy fuels all our negative emotions. It turns our positive emotions into negative ones. Mm -hmm. It turns compassion to depression, mm -hmm. intuition to anxiety, passion to anger. So we already are good. We have compassion and spirit and intuition, but the shame guilt comes into us, the energy, because we are a computer. We have ley lines, we are energy. So what does your computer do when you get a virus that attacks it? It goes all haywire. <laughs> exactly. And it's different for each computer. You know, one computer does this, the Microsoft Word or the hard drive. So it's not the same. So it doesn't seem like you know, it's hard to pin it down because mm -hmm. it acts in different ways. Shame guilt is an energy that comes into us, the computer, because we are energy being. And I, you understand that we mm -hmm. are all energy. We are physical, but we are also energy. So it turns our positive emotions to negative ones. It turns our brain into confusion. Mm. Like, I don't know why I feel so bad. I can't figure it out. I just must be so stupid. We're in confusion. Mm -hmm. Shame, guilt, energy also devalues the energy of our organs. Like, our kidneys don't work as well. Our spleen doesn't work as well. Our heart doesn't work as well. Okay, it's not going to cause disease, but it predisposes your energy field to get at a disease. And also, it's like God's talking on a cell phone, and you're talking to God on a cell phone. And the shame, guilt, energy adds static to the line. Mm -hmm. So you don't really have a clear, you can feel God, but you it, it, it mm -hmm. And that's why suicide is goes with the shame guilt because you can't talk to God to get to get a get a word in because it blocks you from your communication to spirit. So there's no healthy poison. Shame has no goodness to it. Shame is not useful. Guilt is not useful. Interesting. I was shopping yesterday in a thrift store. And I found an old book. It was about uh, 50, 60 years old. It was a, written by a Jewish mother. Not that I have to Jewish people. But it said, how to make your kids behave with guilt. Mm. So we've been trained. I mean, they even wrote a book about it. The best way to use guilt. I mean, and we say, why do I feel guilt? Well, you were trained that way. Your mothers, your fathers, the Pope, the government everybody it doesn't we have no enemies the only enemy is shame guilt energy wow so when did you decide you were going to delve into this more and study more about shame and guilt because i was in suicidal mode i was depressed mm -hmm. well you know i had very bad childhood and many traumas and broken jaws and broken necks and broken bones and 
severe scoliosis. Anyway, so many, many problems. Of course, you know, that leads to emotional problems. And what are emotional problems? Depression and suicide. And, you know, you're not happy at all. And you see no way out. And then someone said to me, Lois, what do you do about shame? And I go, ah, oh, that's an odd word. I mean, we're talking in my 50s. That's an odd word. Mm -hmm. And so I, I said, oh, I have a detective mind. So I had to go to the library and look it up. Okay. We didn't have internet then. Okay. So <laughs> we're talking way back in the whatever time that is, 50 years ago. No, 40, so a long time ago. <laughs> Somewhere in the uh, 80s, 80s, 90s, something like that. Anyway, uh, I saw Bradshaw's book. John Brasco, he was the first one that said shame is a sickness of the soul. But like nobody really talked about it other than um, they really never even mentioned the word. I mean, it really you couldn't, you know, go to the directory and, and or the YouTube thing and put in shame like there wasn't any verbiage from it. Mm -hmm. But somehow I was blessed with the knowledge of how shame guilt affects us. And I saw how it affects our whole being, like I just described to you. I was so happy. I was dancing. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't have to do depression anymore. I don't have to do anxiety anymore. I don't have to do anger therapies anymore. I mean, I'll be dead before I'm well. But so each one yeah. will take, what, four or five years? And I got depression and anxiety and suicide tendencies and hatred and fears. I mean, you know, there goes 50 years of my life. I ain't going to make it. Yeah. All I have to do is get rid of shame, guilt, energy. It was like the happiest day of my life. And I don't have to feel bad anymore when people tell me words. I was like ecstatic. So I start working on releasing the shame, guilt inside of me. Now, it isn't like I can say, oh, I get rid of all the shame, guilt, energy that I took on. It don't work that way. The shame, guilt, energy is held within our inner personality parts. That's why I talk with and to my emotions. Mm. And that's my film I have out of Discord into Harmony. So when people have the shame, guilt, energy coming at them and they feel shameful and depressed and guilty, I say, can you put that over to the side? Because it's an energy outside of you. Since it's outside, of you feel it inside, mm -hmm. but it comes from the outside. It's placed upon humanity for humanity to evolve. That's another long story. But all you know is shame, guilt, energy is a negative force opposing love energy. And we put that over on the side. And then we say, hi, depression. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for talking to me. You work with your depression. You work with your anxiety. They're not bad people. They just got turned around by the shame, guilt, energy. So that's what I teach people. And once that emotion gets loved by you, you help them to release the shame, guilt they were carrying since you were six years old or eight years old or 10 years old. And it, it sounds difficult, but it really isn't. It's a wonderful way to love yourself. And you're talking to yourself instead of to somebody else. Because that's not going to help. 
I mean, it does help to a certain degree, yeah. but it doesn't get you home. And that's why people go through therapy for 10, 20 years, and they keep on doing the same thing over and over because they have to get to the shame guilt. And I describe shame guilt as if it rains in my house and there's water all over the bathroom and the kitchen and the dining room, I have to clean it up, right? Mm -hmm. And the next time it rains, I got to clean it all over again. And it's really a pain. Every time it rains, I got to clean up the flooding. It's so much smarter to fix the hole in the roof. Mm. Yep. Okay. So that's what people were doing with therapies. They keep on cleaning up the, the rain or the, the mess. And they will keep doing it because the hole in the roof is enclosed. Mm. And that's why people call me and they say, Lois, I think I like your work, but I think I'm beyond help. And I go, why do you say that? Well, I just spent $2,000 on a course. And I went to this other course thing for three weeks and another thing for four months. And I still have guilt. And I said, you will still have guilt until you get rid of the shame that's causing it. <gasps> Nobody ever told me that. Wow. It's, it seems so simple, but yet, you know, people don't wrap their mind around it. So I want to talk well, about. Yeah, we got, we we're, we're, it's like, oh, can you come back over here? I'm changing people's minds. Mm -hmm. And you're like, it can't be that simple. Well, it is. God didn't make it hard. People made it hard. Now, it's harder to go into the process and fix it, but there's a way out. That's so huge. Just knowing that is huge. It gives me life. Wow. We're going to have to take a brief commercial break, but when we come back, I want to talk about some of the ways that people can kind of get out of that mentality of having friends, being friends with depression and anxiety and being friends instead with, you know, love and light. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go break commercial and we'll be right back. Chats from the blog cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Chats from the blog cabin. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Do you feel betrayed by life, your body, or by someone that you love? You are not alone and you are not weak or overly emotional for feeling the way that you do. Betrayal is one of the most overwhelmingly painful experiences to navigate because it strikes at the core of who you are and what you are worth. No matter how gutted you feel, there is hope. You can flourish, not in spite of your experience, but because of it, I know. After 23 years of marriage, my world was shattered when I found out that my husband had been cheating on me with five different women for 15 years. I lost everything that day, my identity, my worth, and the future I had worked so hard to create. 
While it was a long and arduous journey back to myself, today I know who I am, what I want, and I am happier and more confident than I ever was before. I've got what I call naked self-worth, which is the ability to see, know, and love yourself for who you are, not for what you accomplished or for who you are in relation to others. No matter what has shattered your heart, if you're ready to get clear on who you are, what you want, and to learn how good life really can be, then life choreography is for you. Even if you feel too old or are too busy because you have kids at home and you're in charge of everything, life choreography is a comprehensive five-month, five-step program that empowers you to strip out of your labels, roles, and scripts and to reveal yourself as you are, not as you think you should be. To learn more, go to nakedselfworth.com and download your free guide that shows you how to untangle yourself from the past, reclaim your sexy, and start re-choreographing life on your own terms so you can love and be loved for exactly who you most authentically are. And we are back chatting with Lois. Now, before we went to the break, I said, when we come back, I want to see some of the ways that people can push shame and guilt out. So what are some of, you know, practical ways to think about that? Okay. Now, we're not going to complete everything today, but I'm putting you on a different road. Like you're going down Highway 10, I'm putting you on Highway 3. Okay. That's huge because you know that there's another way. To heal. Now, I'm not saying the healing work you're doing or whatever you're doing, because there's so many thousands ways out there. But I'm asking people to incorporate the release of shame, guilt, energy into their practices so mm-hmm. it can bring out a total healing. Because that's the hole in the roof. Mm-hmm. So, so what, how do we, how do we go ahead. about releasing that and knowing what we're feeling shameful or guilty about? Okay, the first thing is to know that shame, guilt, energy is not of us. It's placed upon humanity for many, many reasons. The bottom line is it makes us a victim. Mm -hmm. We could be positive 24 hours a day, but the shame, guilt, energy will still come in. You're still fighting it until you release it. Positive thinking doesn't erase shame, guilt, energy. It covers it up so we can keep moving. So the best way is to identify it, release it, and avoid it. Now, how do you identify it? That's a big deal because we've been trained to use it and think it's normal. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of therapists that says shame, guilt is normal behavior. And I'm saying, no. It doesn't belong to us. It's common, but not normal. Now, on my website, I have 500 questions, one answer. And that shows 500 different ways we shame ourselves. We accept shame, guilt from others and how others shame us. So that's one thing you can sign up for. And it's free. And I get 25 questions and answers every week. So that gives you an idea 
of the vast nature of shame guilt. So you have to know your enemy to avoid your enemy. We're at war here with shame, guilt, energy. And the more you know about it, how it acts, the better you can prevent it. So that's step number two. And then the third way is if you start feeling shameful or guilty, kind of push it away. Is it going to go away forever? No. But you can push it to the side saying it doesn't exist right now for me. Mm -hmm. And then ask yourself, well, how do I feel? Oh, I just feel not good enough. So you write down with a pencil, hi, not good enough. Thank you for coming to see me. We work with our emotions. Mm -hmm. I don't feel good about things. I feel regretful. I feel guilty. Or what's another word for guilty? Well, it's just like I did bad. Hi, I did bad. We need to talk to ourselves within ourselves. And I have a um, video out of Discord into Harmony on my YouTube channel and my website on how to do this process. I talk with my inner parts and also we make friends with our inner critic. Mm, that's huge because that inner critic, well, man, that inner critic is shameless. It, well, he was taught to use shame and guilt to control. That's how your parents taught you. That's how your teachers taught you. He's not a bad guy. He just went to the wrong school. He went to shame, guilt school, not love school. Right? That's mm -hmm. it. So he's not the bad guy. So you can say hi. Ask him his name, Jack or Jim or John. Say, hi, Jack. How are you doing? Well, what do you want? You don't know anything. Well, that's what you think. But he's living in the timeline of 1960 or 1950. I'm in 2021. I'm saying, hey, a lot's happened in the last 50 years. Mm -hmm. I got smart. You don't have to babysit me. So it's just that dialogue that we do. You can't tell the inner critic to shut up or get rid of him. You can't cut your arms off to make yourself happy. Mm -hmm. He's part of you. He just got the wrong message. Like you got the wrong message. It's very interesting. It sounds like it is. How did you decide to, did you, once you've learned all this stuff, when did you decide that you wanted to help other people with this? Because I had to, it's like, hello world. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, because people came to me and they said, Lois, you look younger. You're walking straight. You're happy. And I know you were really miserable 10 years ago. I know you. You were very, very sick. And I'm surprised you're even here. But you look better than you did. And you're out there skating and ice skating and you're 60 and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm going, what are you doing? And I said, I'm talking to myself. And they said, can you, can I do that? And I go, I guess so. Can you show me? I said, well, I, like, I'm just talking to you. Hi, this, hi, that. Mm -hmm. And then I was, um, they were doing the same thing. And we got to the shame guilt and we got rid of it and so forth. And they got happier and they progressed and their kids came to me and they're easy to fix. Oh my God. I'm so easy because they have imaginary friends already. Mm -hmm. So we just talked mm -hmm. to imaginary friends and we got rid of the shame guilt crazies. And they, they all excelled in their classes. So I got people from all over. They all came. I came to see Lois for what her work is. And then somebody said, you should charge for this. I said, charge for what? I'm just telling people to talk to themselves. 
So that's how it began. And then I had so many people and I couldn't say it anymore. Like, you know, this is how you do it. I had to write the book. I said, read the book. It's cheaper. Most people people wouldn't say read the book. It's cheaper. Most people would have said, take the course and then supplement with the book. But you can tell you totally want to just help people. And that's your whole thing. Well, God gave me an assignment. So what do you do? You do it. I work for God, not for the bank. I mean, I mean, I, I still get money because, you know, I get clients and, but you know, what's wrong with getting the book and learn something and come back to me, then you can do three sessions instead of six. And I don't have to keep saying it. Mm, yeah. So right. True. It helps everybody. And what, what are we here for? To help people. Exactly. So that's how it began. It found me. Believe me, when I was um, a nurse forever, and I started the first kidney hemodialysis unit and all that stuff, I wasn't thinking I was going to be a shame guilt educator helping people. <laughs> that was not even. And then when pe- people said to me, um, you're such a good speaker, can you talk at our conference? I said, sure. They said, what do you talk on shame guilt? Oh, we don't mention that. We don't talk about that. Can you talk about joy and love and light? And I said, of course, but you're not going to have that unless you get rid of shame guilt. Well, we don't want to talk to you. And I went, okay. Now the pandemic came and everybody's turned upside down. I'm busier than I ever been because they, oh, I think I have some shame. I'm going to, of course you do. <laughs> you're part <laughs> human. <laughs> so that's my life. I love that. Now, you mentioned earlier about your film Out of Discord into Harmony, but you also have another one coming out called I'm Good. So let's talk yes. about your process of making these films. Well, I had a near-death experience in my childhood, which I didn't remember till I'm 50, because I always thought that everybody saw these things and, you know, had a communication with God. And, you know, it was so normal that why would I think it's different? So when I'm starting talking to you about the parts inside of us and how we talk and how we work as a family, I'm giving a talk and people raise their hand. They say, Lois, uh, what are you saying? I said, you know, when you see this and you see that and this is, I don't see what you're talking about. So I understood then that people don't know what I'm doing in my heart Mm -hmm. and soul. I have a gift, but I didn't know that was a gift. So I said, I'll just make a film out of it, right? I mean, what else would you do, right? Right. I did not know it would be so hard. (laughs) So how do you make a film? You go to film school, right? Yeah. (laughs) So that's how I started on the film. It took quite a while to do that because I was like, you're kidding me. It takes this much work and this many months. And oh, my God. I quit about 10 times, but what are you going to do? So eventually I finished that. And then I had a, people had a hard time visualizing that shame, guilt, and outside energy. They go, I I don't know what you're talking about, Lois. I said, okay, okay. I'll make another film. And so I make shame, guilt visible. Mm. You know, you believe what you see. Uh Uh-huh. So I did it. And it's available, I think, in a month now. We've, but it's going to be in three parts because you know this is heavy. Like, what are you saying? Yeah. I can't. I can't give the whole thing. So, I have three sections, and the first fifteen minutes is out in October, and it's called "I'm Good" film because that's what we are. I'm good. 
that's it. So um, I tell something like I'm talking now and the inner critic and I talk together in the second segment. I teach people hi, you know, they comes back and it's uh -huh. blah, 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 and then we eventually make friends. Wow. I mean, for most people, when they turn a certain age, they're like, okay, I'm done with life. I'm not doing anything else. I'm not learning anything else. But it seemed like when she turned a certain age, that was a turning point for you and saying, I'm free to live my life the way I want to live it. Well, and God gave me another job, right? So what do you do? Say, okay. You don't say no to God. Right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> At least well, I don't. Well, you can say no, but you end up saying yes later on. Yeah, so why not just say no? And thank you, Jesus. I'm alive and well and rollerblading with my grandson. So I'm excited. We're going rollerblading in an hour, so I'm getting ready. Because <laughs> I think at one point in time, like I remember one time, and I'm the, I went ziplining for the first time, and I have a huge fear of heights. Mm -hmm. Before I had told people I was going to do it, and they had talked me out of it because you know once they voiced their opinion, oh, it goes in. It's it's shame guilt. They're giving you shame guilt, and now you know what it is. So I'm talking on the phone like this to people, and they're giving me that stuff. I go, because <laughs> it's an energy. Words are like bullets. Mm -hmm. They hurt. Yep. So you have to get them away before they strike you. You go. Psh, 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 psh. I love that. Everybody's going to be doing that from now on. <laughs> you also mentioned that you have three books. Is there three books that you've written? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you got to let people read because you'll be talking forever. <laughs> I mean, there's so many, so much I can talk, you know? <laughs> I love that. And who would have thought, at what age did you decide you were going to make these films? Oh, I was um, probably 62, 63. When I, when I got well and I was going to live, I gone, oh, okay, what am I going to do now? And you went and made films. Wow. And I made films. Has anybody ever looked at you and said, what are you talking about? Are you crazy? Oh, of course. Of course. That's my, that's my middle name. Because <laughs> I start things different. And then 10 years later, they say, Lois, I remember you said that. I said, yeah, but now we're on to something else. Mm. So some people just live that. Someone has to start it. That's all. So I guess that's who I am. And I think part of it, part of the things that I'm I'm seeing in you is that you get out of your own way when you talk about you talk with your inner critic. You just go ahead and have that dialogue, and then you do what you want to do, anyways. Well, we talk with them, and I talk with him, and I go, "Wow, that's really cool." Okay, let's. You're an ambassador. I'm the ambassador between my inner critic and me. Mm. Okay, we're the ambassador. You are the mediator. Now. I teach this to people, but I am the mediator between them and their inner critic to start them off. Mm -hmm. And then after they learn how to do it, they're their own mediator. So I self-teach people how to do this. So how long does it take normally for someone to, when they come to you and say, okay, I want to 
learn how to talk to my inner critic. I want to be able to, you know, just have a conversation with them, but then not let that get into my mind and let go of this shame guilt. Make friends with my inner critic. Okay. Okay. Right now, my inner critic doesn't do the shame and guilting thing. Okay. He changed his job. Okay. Because he got a promotion. Mm-hmm. I got a promotion. So he gets a promotion. Now he circulates around the universe to find me podcasts like you. Okay. That's his job. <laughs> I love that. But how long when someone comes to you, how long does it normally take them to that realize? Very, that somebody that's done a lot of inner work. Usually it takes only two or three sessions. Some people take three or four sessions and say, I got to, you know, internalize this and come back in another month or two. Everybody has their own time clock. And I get people that I worked with, you know, two years ago and they go, okay, Lois, I'm stuck here with this. Oh, I said, okay, you're ready for the next level. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. So it's a lifelong journey, but it isn't like you stay with me for 10 years. It'd be very boring. Yeah. I don't know, rollerblading and everything else. I don't think it would be boring. No, no, that would be boring for them. They wouldn't get much self-esteem. So I, my message is I teach you how to do this. You try it, come back to me, and I'll help you to move forward. I'm all about moving forward. Humanity must evolve. Mm. And I can't evolve just with one person. We all have to evolve. So that's why my mission is all together to reach as many people as possible. We need everyone. Mm. It's not a little incy bincy, I miss my client. No, it's the world. It's humanity. It's a big, big, big project. Now, you mentioned something before we went on about being authentic. So let's talk about how important it is to be authentic to who we are. Well, what do you mean by authentic? Like being the person showing the the same person that you are to everybody. Like, oh, like- uh, yeah. People used to say to me all the time, you are exactly as you say you are. And I'm going, well, why wouldn't I be? I mean, like, that was the weirdest thing I ever heard. That I'm serious. People say, you are who you are and you can't be bought. And I'm going, why shouldn't I? I I just thought that was because somebody wanted me to be on a book with them. And it was with very high class people. And I just like, it didn't feel right. And I said, I Mm -hmm. don't want to. She said, we'll give it to you for free. And I went, that doesn't change it. I don't want to do it. So that, that kind of stuff, I don't understand. But authentic, you become authentic when you talk within yourself and yourself talks to you. You can't lie. Mm -hmm. So if you have a problem with not telling the truth, this is perfect for you. (laughs) Not you, but anybody. You know, because some people, no, I'm serious. We say, well, I just want to lie. And well, well, talk within yourself. Yeah, let me tell you, you, that's the best course you can have. I love that. So is there any one last, our time's almost up. So is there any one last nugget that you would like to leave people with? Well, there's a way out. That's the biggest thing. This is haunting us since Adam and leave. Hello. They never told us the truth because they wanted to control us. I mean, government, school, the Pope. I mean... All of them. But they didn't know any better either. Mm, So So we can't blame anybody. 
You can only blame shame, guilt, energy and kick it the heck out of your life. Shame, guilt, energy does not belong to you. And it's not for us to give or to receive. Wow. I love and that. that's everything. You don't have to go to therapy for each individual emotion because they don't teach it anyway. You get wow. around the circle. I mean, you can, people that I've had that go to therapy for 10, 15 years, one session they got it because they have the background. You see what I mean? They're mm -hmm. just missing the, the key. You know, like, you know how you're doing a um, safe? I, I'm not doing it. I see it on TV. They do a safe and they got to get this number and that number mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. don't know the last number. It still doesn't unlock. Shane Gill's the last number and then it opens. That's it. They're all, that's all there is. There ain't no more. Wow. I love that. So tell people where they can find you at. LoisHollis.com. That's L-O-I-S-H-O-L-L-I-S. And start signing up for the newsletter because you can get my film. And uh, that's, 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 a, that's a big one. Oh. And I welcome questions and I need to come back. I'd love to come back because people always say, what did she say? I didn't understand that. So, <laughs> that's not unusual. So I volunteer to come back. Well, maybe we'll come back. Like, have you come back like in the first of the year? Because I think that's when people are like more tuned. They're like, I have to do something. New Year's resolutions. Yeah. I have to do this. I have to do that. Give me a call. I love it. I mean, that's my job job. So that's it. <laughs> All right, Lois, I want to thank you so much for coming on and for sharing. And thank you. And Shane you Gilt. just have fun. <laughs> I play a lot of it. <laughs> so, guys, um, I'll put all the in the show notes where you can find Lois as well as um, I'll link her YouTube channel and some of her books, too. Are your books yeah. available on your website as well? Yes. Um, did I give you my call to action sheet? Um, no, I don't think you did. Okay. Um, I have your email. Uh-huh. Okay. I will send it to you as soon as I get off and you just send that out. That way it's easy for you and easy for me. It has everything in one page. All right. Sounds good. Okay. And so guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Um, be blessed. And most importantly, remember, keep chatting. To yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Chats from the blog cabin. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode.